feeds your soul it does it's like um it's like porridge for your bottom mm. i mean it's a it's a lovely intro to a lovely conversation you know we're about to have about with who well with each other and uh, other people oh. I'm, I'm excited are you are you sex robot excited or just can you handle it yourself we can we can we can all it would do we need a sock and a battery I mean that's that's many moons ago. That <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that's a test. If you I listen, if you listen last week, I'm be, I've been online. They don't sell them. It's a purely homemade product. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They sell batteries and socks, but not together. But anyway, that's we can't dwell fu- on the past. It's a fucked up system we live in. We're not going to dwell on the past. We've got to move on to fresh new pastures. Hi, pastures new. If you didn't listen last week, you're listening to Dead Down the Drain. Um, you're talking to John, and this is my co-host, Wilson. Wilson. Known by his correct formal title as Dr. Wilson. He's a level three doctor of sensuality. Yeah. Um, the big aim of the series really is to bump this guy up to level four, but he can only do it with you. He can only do it if we talk about these important subjects. So how you doing? What, what have you been up to? Well, it's always a busy day. You know, there's not a day goes by where things don't happen. Mm. And uh, things happened, you know, and uh, it's been one of those happening days. And and it's happened? You know, a bit of driving, you know, breathing. Bit of loving? Eating. Loving? You know, exercise. Did you jerk off? No. No, that's, uh, that's, that's dirty. You kind of wasted your day. Is that is that your is that, does that make your day? You know, is that in it the schedule? It doesn't spoil me, dear. But it all depends when it happens and where it happens. I mean, you're not in some sort of like queue at, at Morrison's or where you think this is the time. You know, I might not have time at home. I've, I do have a discount card for Morrison's. How did how did you know that? How did how did you get that discount? What was it like a staff card? I I actually got it for wanking off at Morrison's. <laughs> yeah, I got a reduction. That's oh. a that's a secret they don't tell you. No, it's a secret they don't tell you. These corporations un, under the counter. If you walk into offer. if you walk into a big business and start wanking yourself off, you're a guaranteed discount. Mm, nice one, and a fast track to um, a prison. I would uh, I would think. <laughs> and nectar points. You know. <laughs> 
you see, that's where the, yeah, 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 that's where the story falls down because everybody knows you don't get nectar points in prison. <laughs> in, <laughs> in prison, or <laughs> or Morrison's. Think of the so. fucking nectar points, man. I know, I know, you didn't mean to do it, and not put like fucking out, mate. You know, the nectar points and shit. You know what I mean? But when you get out, you'll be a prophet. You'll be living like a fucking Jesus, and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what, uh, what what have you been doing apart from oh, getting, getting a nectar point? Well, the, to check this out. Today, I mean, I, I've, I've been cleaning. I've been doing a lot of cleaning because... What, what, what type of cleaning are we talking the t- about? Different, toilet. Oh, I mean, oh, I, thought toilet. Like, I thought like in a different profession, you know, you can be a cleaner. No, 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 no. We'll get to that later. You know, and people... The soul, the soul, the soul is spotless, Wilson. Dis- people disappear. Oh, right. Well, I mean, that one that was talking about uh, broken rib last week, I mean, we had to deal with that yeah. big time. She's, she's never going to Me. So you've been cleaning. You've had a... Yeah. You've had a dirty... Well, let's tell you the you've story. You've had a dirty room. Let's tell you the story. I mean, um, basically, the mother-in-law's coming tomorrow. Um, right, yeah. So we've had to, like, clean the place up. Uh-huh. And um, I just said to, them, to said to my partner, you know, like, um, what what do you want me to what do you want me to do? Because I had a lot of duties today, like getting mm-hmm. getting the podcast um, set up, getting the the you know like get, getting the recording environment set yeah. up and everything. Yeah, quick, put, quick, getting all my ducks in a row and shit. Quick trip to Morrison's, yeah. yeah. And um, or any other nectar points. Got uh-huh. a few nectar points, but um, so. It was like, you know, you're going to have to do some clean. I said, well, you know, like, what what, what do you want me to do? And um, she said, well, do you want to clean the bathroom? It's not, it's not, do you want to clean the bathroom, is it? It's you are going to clean the bathroom. No, no, I actually volunteered. I mean, you've got to remember I'm level one sensuality. And if I want yeah. to get a level two sensuality, I just feel like I've got It's to a place where, you know, a lot of people spend a lot of time and you'd like to have a clean environment. Yeah. There's, there isn't really a more sensual environment in your home than the toilet, is there? Well, I would have said something like the bath, but that is in the, like the, where, the, bath. the where the toilet is. You know, I didn't actually clean the bath because it seemed pretty clean, but you think I've screwed up. So, so anyway, you know, I was like, well, I was like, you want me to clean the, the toilet? And she was like, yeah, you know, I want you to clean the toilet. And I was like, okay, I'll clean the toilet, no problem. I say it's okay when it's your own, if you live on your own, it don't matter. So, when you, when so you, I, 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 I proceeded to, cl- to clean the toilet, and um, you know, I was I, while I was doing it, I, I can't lie, I was kind of complaining a little bit, and I was making a bit of a fuss. Are you complaining to her? There's nobody else in there. Me partner, me partner. She's so like she, standing over you, watching. She, well, she was. Yeah, she came. She came Why through, would, and she said, "You know, you know." Um, a taskmaster. She said, "Cleanliness is next to godliness," and I thought, "Fucking hell, I've got to deal with the mother-in-law and God." So, so I mean, please, you made this, and really, I mean, you didn't have to deal with that one. I mean, but I'm, I'm still stuck on the old, you know, boss watching over the shoulder. I mean, really? what? Well, yeah. Are you I paranoia? Would, that sounds like paranoia. Well, if I'm cleaning the shit now, I, I don't want anybody over my shoulder to like, tell us how to do it. You mm. know, I mean, what? What else? You know, you've got your cleaning apparatus. Yeah. And, you know, you, you're cleaning away. And if somebody turns, oh, you know, watching you, you say, well, why, the f- why, if you, why are you watching? Did you, you clean something? Well, why just dish there? it out, just like, in, 
you, you, it sounds to me that you're, you're a bit of a, just a bit of a robot, really, aren't you? I'm a sex robot, I told you, I'm a sex exactly. robot. This is another... You tell me, and then not, the not trousers the, come not down. The t- not in the toilet. Well, why not? Does she stand on the toilet and, like, hold the bottom of her skirt and, like, while you run around? With an erection. With an erection. <laughs> you know, screaming. Say that the... the you can't really run on small, the back of a toilet, though, can you? It's really small. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so you've had a day of, like, you know, cleaning... It was a good. I had a good time, though. That's the strange thing. I had a really good time. Well, I'm looking forward to taking some epic, um, you know, defecations in there. Well, epic defecation. I mean, you wouldn't go so far as to have like a dirty protest in there, just <laughs> in my own home, just to clean it up, just to get the pleasure of cleaning we're kind, excrement off the walls. We, we, we were kinder at the tail end of that the day. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you came, in a, long t- you came in a little late there with your, uh, uh, your statement. I've been living a dirty protest for the last six months. Wow. <laughs> it's one dirty room that made. <laughs> you don't actually use the toilet. <laughs> that's the only thing that's clean in there. It's pristine. The, the walls, the floor, yeah. everything just dripping yeah. and like the older stuff's just like really caked on because of the heating. The stuff above the radiator is probably the worst, isn't it, really? Because that's got the heat on it. It okay, dries out a lot quick. Yeah. Really dried on. It's like emulsion. You ever, seen, you ever seen that the end scene of Predator? Where, um, you know, the Predator... Get pre- to the chopper. The Predator's got, like, all those heat sensors and um, various infrared sensors and stuff. And the only... Doesn't he take the mask off at the end and he, hasn't, he can only see through his own eyes? Well, you're jumping ahead, but... You're jumping ahead there. That's, but, that's at the end of the film. Well, uh, all right, well, I'll take my statement back. Like I'm saying, have you seen the end of the film? I mean, what what does that mean? Have you seen the end of the film? Do I mean like a nanosecond nano before it goes off? Credits, I mean, what? have you seen the last 20 minutes of the film? You watch the credits. Well, well the it, credits the are end. 20 minutes long. These films are a big production. You know, there's a lot of, lot of crew. Listen, you were saying I've had a dirty protest, right? And all I'm saying is like... In I didn't hate that Predator didn't have a dirty protest. Uh, you know, he set off a fucking, like, a nuclear explosion. What? Do you think, I mean, what was... Well, what who's going to put up with that? Was it in the with the bomb? Was the actual bomb full of Listen, alien poop? There's, there's a scene where Arnie basically falls into a big lake, and the only way he can avoid the Predator is by smearing that's, himself in mud. That's right? like two-thirds in. That, that, that isn't at the end. All right. But I, I, I understand the Predator, yeah. So... He spreads himself in cold mud, so mm. he can't see him through his like heat-seeking eyes type of thing, and he can get yeah. away from him. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you know when you're saying when you're saying I'm having a, um, a dirty protest in the bathroom, all I'm saying is me mother-in-law's coming tomorrow, okay? and she's got she's got heat-seeking eyes. She's got infrared missiles. She want to be, and she's wi- <laughs> she's wired with a nuke. All right. Right. Uh huh. All right. I mean, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I thought you were going to say something like, I've got to smear myself in cold excrement because she won't be able to see us around the house. <laughs> 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 I can move freely from room to room without being <laughs> Avoid awkward interactions with relatives <laughs> by smearing yourself in shit. That's to be cold. You know. that's, that's genius. That That is, that is pure level three sensuality that like I don't know where you get it it's amazing round of applause <laughs> round of applause hey uh, we're desperate for callers but um, you know what can you do no callers no. 
why don't you do what we do on this show and um, consult the pineapple of despair for some um, direction? Right, let's have a go. Pineapple of despair. Okay, right, let's have a, have a look at this one. What you got? Why do we dress school kids like they're in a barbershop quartet? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have you ever, have you ever like, driven down the road and you see, like, I mean, we've all worn a school. Whoa, we've got a caller. We'll put this aside. We'll, oh, we'll yeah, save yeah. us for the caller. Okay. Hey, caller, can you hear us? Can yeah. you? How's the room going? Hey, caller. What's your name? Lucy Cook. Lucy Cook. Hey, Lucy, your voice is extraordinarily deep. Um, it is. I've been going through a change. Going through changes like Ozzy Osbourne. Um, similar Ozzy, but more extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. We're progressive on this show, so, you know, basically, like, we'll, we'll go through a few topics on this show, and um, the latest one is, um, why do we dress school children like they're in a barbershop quartet? Have you got any thoughts on that? Any thoughts on that? Any thoughts on that, Andrew? I would totally agree with that. I think it's, uh, you know... Andrew's got a very... uh, Feminine voice. He's got a very, very... This guy can, like... He's gone through through changes, like a range of extremes. Quick. My my husband is, is, is going through a very effeminate stage in his life. That's awesome. Barbershop Quartet, what are they singing? Well, that's, you know, yeah. I think back to, like, school, like, you know, when you look at a school kid, he's, he's standing there and he's got, like, a blazer on and a tie and he's got, like, all the uniform on. And you think, is that actually smart? Or should he be, like, the, Singing. the bass player in a in a barbershop quartet? You know, like, bomb. Bomb. Beam. Bomb. Bam. Bomb. 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 Beep. Bomb. Beep. Yeah. I mean, they don't have, I mean, obviously they wouldn't have that deep voice being a... Yeah, well, child. I mean, that, that's like in there. Well, it depends. There might be like Lucy Cook here with a really, really deep voice, or there might be. It depends on the like the effect of gravity on your testicles, doesn't it? I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> I've found that it's an it's it's, an, it's a terrible I easily discovered. You know. Did you? Yeah, I heard that. You discovered your testicles. Well, there's only there's only one left. Where did you find them? It's, I mean, I started. Is the one gone? Started with three and uh, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! Started with three and they've just suddenly just dropped off. I've worn them out. Each one has got a you've lost one a certain amount in there. And uh, you might have fired one down the barrel. Did you ever consider that? <laughs> well, <laughs> it might might have happened. Yeah. Mm. It might have happened. You know, I guess. It's, I guess um, it's a question of, of pressure. Here, one of the questions here, guys, is yeah. um, should. Every child be dressed like a barbershop quartet. Should that be um, legislation? Well, uh, what do you, I mean, what, what do you great, think? That's a great question. Um, I think it's Is down it to the question? It's down to the parents. Um, it's down to the parents if they're, they like that sort of thing. It's down to the school. I mean, if well, the school's sometimes, involved sometimes in parenting is, some is sort right. of like... Sometimes parenting is, is wrong, but should we be looking to introduce legislation to have children dressed in a barbershop quartet style? Listen, 
you know, we've already got like secondary school children dressing from the age of like 11 to 16. What I suggest is why don't we just pass that on to the whole of society where you've got nursery children and then into adulthood and then into advanced adulthood. Every every person in society dressed like a member of a barbershop quartet and you've all got your note that you hit and... On a Sunday, you all stand in the street and you stand in a line and, and the shortest one at the at the bottom end of the street goes, beep, and then the one at the top end of the street goes, <laughs> <laughs> and then you each have to find... It would be like North Korea, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well... As long as you've got a good singing voice, then um, right of central, I don't you know, think we'll there's find a space I don't think there's any problem with that whatsoever. You know, um... <clears throat> who's going to complain about it? You know, well, you've got a very groups groups of people walking around in pure harmony. Uh, you know, just imagining a, a, a shop a shopping queue. You know, or <laughs> you know, everybody just in pure <laughs> harmony. Hundreds and hundreds of people singing mm. close harmonies everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's a really nice idea. Really, I mean, the whole you know the dress sense of it. I mean, as long as you wear the hat. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, that's, that, that's true. I mean, I'm accusing school kids of wearing um, a barbershop quartet outfit, but there's no straw border, is there? What do you What do you say about that? Well, the original question was why school kids look like they like belong in a barbershop quartet. But I mean, um, I guess you know if you're going to in- introduce uh, like regularity to a, a vocal group. Then you don't want them all dressing in a in a style which is going to conflict with each other. So that's the answer, really. Yeah, I think we've covered that one nicely, and uh, right. we'll move we'll move on to the next uh, next question or next in the pineapple of truth. Is life a computer simulation, and can you get it for the ZX Spectrum? <laughs> well, I mean, the ZX Spectrum is an old fault an old computer, isn't it? I mean, I don't think so. It hasn't got the processing power, really, has it? To, uh, what, to simulate life? simulate life. <laughs> no, I think that one's, uh, what is it, like 120, what was it, 128? K. K. Whatever a K is. It's K- 128 K- K- um, Kellogg's. <laughs> it's a kilobyte, isn't it? I thought it was a kilogram. It's a kilogram. It's a hundred. This ZX Spectrum was 128 kilograms, <laughs> and uh, it can't simulate, uh, you know, life in itself like the Matrix. It's just not powerful enough to do it. A very, very stylish computer in its day. Had a lot Sexy. of had a lot of games. I mean, it started off with a tape. If people remember the tape, you know, you put it in, it loads up, takes ages, and then, I mean, that wasn't the ZX one. That was the which one was that? In fact, I can't even remember, but I knew the next the next model, it had the the disc, the disc drive. The plus three? It's uh But could it simulate it was, life? I mean... Well, having a disc drive itself... The thing, the, the paradox of that question is that, like, we were already alive when the computer existed, so life couldn't have been based on the computer, could it? Or, I mean, that's a, that's a logical fallacy, isn't it? Well... But is life a simulation? Well, we'll simulate. Well, of course it is. Oh, sorry, I, thought, I, I wasn't uh, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, we are simulating our our thoughts, yeah, our movements, mm. you know. So we're we're not doing them; we're just pretending to do them. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we're pretending to do things all the time. It's only our, we've only got our thoughts and actions that we have to, you know, our, mm. our hands. And I mean, I pretend to work every day. <laughs> 
what is um the, what's Bill Hicks line again? It's something like um he's on about bosses uh, and he uh, says yes. like uh, yeah. Hicks line his boss comes over and says uh, why don't you pretend to work? And he says, well, why don't you pretend I'm working then I can just fuck off home. You see, he, he saw it. He saw it. Visionary. He knew where he was. You know? And uh, But uh, I think the answer to that one is no. Uh, ZX Spectrum just hasn't got the capability of simulating life. To simulate life. life. Say, like, what, what type of life, though? Because, I mean, I suppose if you live a very, um, like, simple life, I, I don't really see why that would be a problem. Like, I mean, if you... If say you've got two kids and you work in Middlesbrough, yeah, and your job, ha- when you get to your job, there's like more than twenty people there, right? But hang on, hang on. There's there's uh, top seven. So two kids, two kids, Middlesbrough, and then when you get to your job, there's like. More people there. There's people there. Than, than but then, else. so the the Sinclair Spectrum would possibly like um, struggle to re- reduce that. But then, say you live on your own and you work two miles away, and at your job there's only four people work there. And I it's mean, possible. I it's can possible. imagine that could be loaded from tape. Yeah, I, I can see where you're headed with this. The twenty people scenario, everybody would be. Can stopping. fit on a tape. They'll be stopping and starting and not be not not moving freely. They but jerky, be, they'd look jerky. Yeah, they'd be loading up. I've noticed Constantly that though. Loading up. I've noticed that though, like when um people are coming out of a pub or a nightclub or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm I walk down the street and then I walk past the pub and when people come out of the pub it goes uh, 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 yeah. Have you, have, you, have you come out the pub as yeah. well? And and you can just blatantly tell that the Lord name from cassette. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm completely in agreement with you, really. You know, life is a simulation. And I just think uh, you've just turned the who's going to take this? Who's going to turn this tape over? What if somebody like what happens if like the tape's being recorded over halfway through load, and so somebody's like trying to load up the tape's being recorded over with some you know chart music, and uh, the person has actually disappears in front of you. And Wham starts to play wham. from everywhere, like around you, you know. Well, like the, well, yeah, I mean, like from so the, like from the sky. It's an old the sky tip. is like a big speaker. It's an old that, tip. Is, is that how it's, it works? It's probably it's probably like a memory memory stick now, but no, the money you can get up to is huge amounts of memory on a memory stick now. I mean, the, the, enough for enough gig. for reality though. Well, if you go back to the one-person scenario, studio, flat type of thing. Well, yeah. like on tape, the tape-based lifestyle. I thought you'd moved on to the, you know, the memory stick scenario. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying like, you know, like the one-person flat, he's got a job a mile away, say, like a builder's yard, like half a mile away or a mile away, and he works with like seven people. That would fit on a tape, wouldn't it? I would say more of a reel-to-reel. There's more tape on a real reel than an actual cassette alright so if that was connected to the ZX Spectrum a reel to reel to the ZX Spectrum then maybe it's possible you know so what about like like an air track when you go to like um, a concert or something there's a lot of people at a concert and I just think like even the plus three wouldn't like basically have enough they're not real people every time I've been to a concert none of them are real they're not real souls. 
They're just like there's like the Walking Dead, the zombies just walking around throwing piss everywhere. Jesus Christ, like zero sensuality. Yeah, there's no sensuality at those type of concerts, just piss everywhere. That's, you know, wow. I mean, you know, we're taking this from a technological discussion, like sort of a, like a metaphysical discussion. Yeah. I think we can put this one to bed, really. I don't think you can answer that, really. I think it depends, like, is, is, there's two parts to the question. Is life a simulation? Yes. Is it on the ZX spectrum? No. It was. Bits of it are. But then when you get a bigger, you get a better But when you get a better memory card and you, like, get a better camera and you start using compact flash, um... And you, you've got your skybox, and you can no like download that. straight on your skybox. No it, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. So, truth, truth accepted. accepted. What you got? We'll go on. We'll go on to the next one. Right. When did the karate chop lose its reputation? Well, I don't think it has lost its reputation, has it? I mean, it's still a... Well, you think that's a viable combat? Well, yeah, there's pressure points on your body that, uh, you know, the old karate chop, when it hit these, you know, if it hits these certain pressure points in your body, you could render you... you Nonsense. Know, you could render you speechless. Yeah, but I mean, when did, when was the last time you saw a karate chop, like, have well, any that's effect? the thing, you don't see them, do you? You don't see them coming because they're so, they're just not obvious. Quick. The hand is quicker than the eye, isn't it? So you see the hand coming towards you at high speed and you think, this guy's going to, like, I've got hair, like, out of place and this guy's just going to basically, like, brush me hair back Well, place. if he's coming down dead fast, you could think it's, like, a really quick handshake. <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing his hand down fast. He's, like, like he's, he's really does want to meet this. And <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, a business meeting. Like, uh-huh. like a mean, really stressful business meeting. Like time is money, so the quicker I get the handshake out of the way, so yeah. that, but you know it's cleverly disguised as the handshake, and then the karate chop ensues, and you are rendered speechless, or you know, moment momentarily paralysed, or you know, or it just doesn't do anything whatsoever. But you know, that's so. I don't think it's uh, it's lost its reputation because you know. Everybody who learns karate, you know, who goes for them three lessons when they're like seven, you know, that's the first thing you... The big proponents of the karate chop. That's uh, that's one of the things you, you learn in your kata, isn't that right? Well, that's true, but I mean, like, how many times have you seen the karate chop used in, like, say, a rugby match? You see... Uh, or football? You don't see it, it's so quick. It comes down fast. A horse racing, or maybe in the in the scrum. That's what they're doing instead of like, <laughs> instead of like you know grabbing, grabbing each other's balls and punching each other. Just they're just quick the, karate it's chops. Just, it's it's like the middle of Beijing, you know, and everybody there. I mean, that's pretty stereotypical. I must say, it's probably wrong, but uh, yeah. Do you mean like players. the density of people? The underneath in the scrum, you can't really see what's going on. You and they're karate chopping each other. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's, a bit, that's, a, that's a bit racist straight away, isn't it? They have it's got like the a hand, crime. Well, they have got the hands on top of each other's shoulders. But as I say, the hand is quicker than the eye, or quicker than the camera. Yeah. Karate. Do, you, do you think the karate chop's the optimal weapon to use in a rugby scrum? Well. I'll tell you why. Because your palm's open, and if the ball happens to roll 
in your vicinity, then that palm's already open to be able to pick the ball. You up. don't pick the ball up in the scrum. You don't. No. No. That's what. That's why my rugby career failed. <laughs> yeah, you were busy like hitting karate chopping people. No, no. I thought the idea was to possess the ball. So if it came my way, I used to just leave the the pitch and put it in my bag and then just go home. <laughs> I've won. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I'm the winner. I'm uh, the winner. I can show you how many. How many rugby balls I've got from school? In wow, I wonder what I was going to start eBaying them, but I just they got sentimental value from the NFL. I just like I won so many matches in my own according to my own rules. Basically, you just walked walked onto the pitch, you know, and then you picked the ball up and just went went home, and then in your mind, and that was all due to the karate chop. Wow, I mean that's that's I mean I never. I never had a rugby watch with you, really. You were never there. I was on the bus home by the time you got <laughs> on never, the field. I never I saw you, you know. I saw you, like, coming onto the pitch, pick a ball up and then walk home. Winner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then the rest of us got on with like, the game and went, thank God, uh, thank God, uh, Weird John's gone. He's uh, he's picked the ball up again and, uh, you know, he's on the bus. He's in the first lesson of school. What's he, what's he playing at? Why is he on his way home? Just winning. Basically just winning. I mean, he must have got to know the bus driver quite well, you know. I mean, every time he got in the... He's that lad with that rugby ball again, you know. What's Well, he said, like... Every Friday morning. It was like, you know, 15 pence to get on at the time, the bus. And he was like, oh, 15 pence, please. And I just, like, raised my hand in the karate chop. And he just said... Oh, you can get on, mate. No problem. Just get on. Just get on the bus, wherever you want. Just sit wherever you want. You say, but what we're talking about is it lost its reputation. Back then, it had a reputation. Well, yeah. Now in the 21st century, when we're, you know, a little bit older. Yeah, when, when was the last time you saw a karate chop being used with any meaning? As in, if I'm out on the streets. Wherever. Um, yeah, and streets, yeah. And just walking about and... I must admit that it doesn't happen very often, you know, yeah. or, or at all, really. Do you think it died? But it's still there. It's still there. It's still in the. It's still in the, the fighting. You're saying that though, but where? What facts have you got? I mean, we've established that I was quite successful at rugby with the karate chop, but of course, yeah. But I mean, have you ever used the karate chop in the meaningful context? Only a, a sexual, you know, situation. So sensual. You know, it can be used in various different ways. At what level? It's a level two move. Is it really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm only one uh, level uh, away from yeah, that. I've well got, I'm so past that, that, that move. It's, uh, <laughs> Fucking hell. You know. So I could level up to the karate chop? You can. It's How long will that take? 17 years. Oh, come on, mate. You, you, this is the problem when you when you get a guru. Level and one, mix- level one to level two takes an awful long time, but there's a really quick jump to level three. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, there would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> level three sitting there, just it's, like I'm holding all the cards. I'm holding all the cards, and yeah. like I can't have you the, catching the up ga- to us. The gatekeeper. To you level didn't even three. know about the karate chop sexual scenario Jesus move. Christ. You know what I mean? That's why you are at the level yeah, you right. are. So I'm going to be sitting there, just like kind of like having sex and. I'm just like, all oh, right, she's ready for the karate chop, and I just can't. You don't even, you don't, you don't even know the position. You just like, you think I'm just having sex, you know? Yeah. There's so many different situations, and you know, that you can be in. You can't use the karate chop what in certain a, situations. What if a rugby ball rolled past us while I was having sex? <laughs> I would assume you'd pick it up. 
and go, Put it and go. get on the bus. Get, get, go home. <laughs> <laughs> I've won. I'm the winner. Yeah. You know, you, it's just built into you to do it. You know, I'd get uh, on the bus and I'd be like, check out me fucking karate chop. And he'd be like, oh, it's all like oyster card now. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, be like, just, I'm not allowed to handle cash. All right. <laughs> 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 you know, the safe. So uh, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I don't think it's a lost, lost thing anymore. Do you know what? I'm going to accept that. Truth accepted. What you got now? Right, here we go. Spill it. Why do we kiss, fondle, and stroke our pets? <laughs> what about but what? What is the pet? For well, starters, well, hang to, on. I mean, in the northeast, we call everybody pet, don't we? True. All right, pet. True. I mean, you, you don't just walk around kissing and fondling. You know, who <laughs> fondles the pet? See, you, you, you've. You've kind of like hit the nail right on the head with your with your statement there because I I came in the other day right the whole reason that's in the pineapple of um, true was I, I like I came in the other day and I've I've got a cat as you know and I, I saw me cat and I was like it's a male cat and I was like oh hi and I picked him up right like I, I picked him up I started stroking his tummy mm. I started kissing him. I started like rubbing underneath him. Hold on a minute. Before we go any further, like you must tell us like where, where, where you've kissed him and where you've rubbed him. Because well, if you start kissing his feet or something like that, I mean, no, it's just no, a bit... no, he's, he's got claws and stuff. I mean, he's got he's got like fangs. <laughs> you kiss him on his face, like a. Well, yeah. I mean, I kissed his cheeks. I started rubbing his little tummy. Um, I like started patting him on the um. The head on the bottom, the right. Um, I think it's just a. <clears throat> but I mean, how can you do this to a, to a fish and, if you've got a? And and basically, like the idea is, you know, the the sentiment is like, you know, way way a bit. Well, this is okay with a furry little animal, but as I say, like, but what can I mean is like it's in the, but as a as I just said, like if it's a fish, you don't pick your fish out the the tank, yeah, and start stroking it. And you know, yeah. fondling it and kissing it. Yeah. And if you saw some, if you walked, if you say if you're on a date with somebody, and you say, oh, I've got a couple of pets and stuff like that. I've got a couple of pets, and yeah, you, yeah, me pet, and you go back to somebody's flat for the first time, and you know, this woman's there, or, you know, and she, she walks in and she picks out a goldfish out of the mm. out the tank and starts kissing it. Yeah. And she thinks that's perfectly natural. That's, how do you that's not natural. How do you kiss her? They're quite small. They grow. She do might you... have a massive tank. You know, oh, they, like they grow got, to the she's size She's got like of the a tank. big, big tank, and she... so she's got a four-foot fish. It's like a Findus, like cod. It's, you know, uh, like it's the size of a cod. Ba- yes. You know those battered cods they sell. You yeah. know, it's like say thirty centimeters long. She so gets it out. She just starts like licking the side of it, and like. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, that's not acceptable. Well. I mean, basically, what I'm saying is like, you know, I, 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 if I did that to like a, a person, I would be assaulting the person. If I just walked up to a person, started kissing them, rubbing the tummy, and then like spanking them on the bottom, they'd mm. be like, um, you know, I'm gonna like have to like get Car- me get karate me karate chop you, karate chop you, yeah, and 
there won't be a rugby ball around to save you. This is just like completely aimed at your head and you're going to die. Yeah. And But if I did it to me cat, I don't actually know if he wants us to do that or not. I would assume if he didn't, he would start biting, you know, hissing, you know, that type of carry on, you know, like trying to attack you, mm. like cat attack mode, which is, you know, quite scary. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the worst thing to do is just do a big way on me face. If the cat did that, yeah, like a big way on me face, would that mean he didn't like us? I would, you know, if I, I would just like stroke it, <laughs> I would just I stroke what. I stroked the cat. All oh, right. You know, um, I wouldn't go to the extremes you would do for your cat to like you. <laughs> do you think I'm just needy? Do you think I'm just trying to... I don't know really how you find the time to do all of this stuff. We're running around naked, you know, all this mm. stuff, cleaning bathrooms and, you mm. know, dirty protests and stuff. I and just, then you've got your head up a cat's bottom. I, I, I'm just working on my relationship with me cat. I just think, you know, like we've been... You're I the boss. Is that, is that the... You, I'm the you, boss. Yeah, you have to, it's like I'm the pack lady I'm the type boss. of thing. I'm the boss. You, you will have my... Like a salaried cat, like he's on the payroll, just... Um, well, yeah, of course, yeah. I just, th- I, I just kind of see the relationship as me basically just fondling him when I come in from work. I just basically just stroke. I've heard of people like you. Stroke his tummy, give him a bit of a kiss, and just start talking shit to him. And that's my problem, really. I mean, I don't talk to him like the way I would talk to like a human. And I just want to know if it's all right or not. Listen, if you don't tell anybody, never happened. Know, just what people don't know, don't let them. Just never happened. It never happened. No. I have not heard this. Truth accepted. Flying through these, John. Is your ice cream man a serial killer? Is he? I haven't seen an ice cream man for ages. <laughs> He's obviously been caught. You yeah. wanna you wanna check out a dude out? He's um he's lethal. You he have a dude, lethal. you have an ice cream dude. Oh yeah. He's a He's he's a gangbanger. He, he's, <laughs> he's a gangbanger. Right. Hear, hear the tune. What is the tune like? Psycho that like goes past like the the psycho <laughs> tune of the film. <laughs> oh. What's uh, do, you know you, his, do you know his name? Can you sing Friday the Thirteenth? What's the what's the tune off that? Oh god, I can't remember. Like Halloween, that type of thing. I that maybe I mean Halloween. Oh, I, I can't do it. It's too hard. But for like me. you know, like you, you go to the ice cream man, you're like, oh yeah, okay. give us. Give us an ice cream, and he's like, "Yeah, no worries." And and he he turns round, and he's like, "You know, he's fifty odd, and um, his jeans just look like they're covered in like some sort of oily substance, like a like a dirty brown oil." And then he hands you the corn, and the corn's could that not just be like chocolate sauce, dry the, chocolate sauce? Uh, well, the corn, the corn's like. You know, like a sugar corn, and the whip, the the whip on the top. You know, the, the ice cream's all white and pure, and it's got a flake in. And then he, he like hands it here, and you look at his fingernails, and they just like got like brown, like ground under the actual nail. Could be chocolate. Could be like. But they don't dig for chocolate. If you're an ice cream man, you, you, who you, knows what these people do? You know, like you know? He, he has to get flakes, but he's not out like in the hills like digging for chocolate, though, is he? He might own a chocolate quarry. A cho- <laughs> you don't know. He might have to use his hands to dig up the... Fl- there might I don't, be a quarry that makes the chocolate. He has to make his own flakes. I don't actually know how you make chocolate. Do you have to Do you have to quarry for chocolate? Of course you do. It's, uh, it's common to common. It's common like a, 
Do you know? You know, you've got us thinking now. I watched that film. Um, there will be blood. You know where they were pr- prospecting for gold. No, it's oil. Oil. Sorry, sorry, oil. Yeah. And that was a one man effort, wasn't it? Was, it, wasn't it, was, it? Uh, liquid chocolate. And they were just mining for chocolate. And so, for an ice cream man to source his own flakes, he, he would go out on his own and basically prospect for chocolate. I mean, they're very tight, these people. They don't like spending money, so they will dig for chocolate. All right, okay. You know, um, I'm maybe being a bit hit. Do you know what I read? It's I'm under a lot of rock, apparently. So when you see, you know, the, the trucks, the wagons that are coming out of quarries that are full of you know, rubble and rock and huge stone that are being broken down into bits, they've got to discard that to get to the... To so the chocolate. Um, why would it be under his nails? So he's like digging it out with his hands. That doesn't make any sense. Very, very. They just won't spend money on equipment. Um, it's just the, the nature of the ice cream man to be quite tight. So he's cr- he's crawling down a chute looking for chocolate. Yeah, just to make the flakes. Uh, makes you so wonder that's why they're quite expensive. When you get a ninety-nine, it's obviously it's like three pound more than a a normal, you know, a bit of bit of ice cream. Seeing if they put the flake in. It's an extra three pound, you know, extra bit of cash. And like 99% of the cost is just the chocolate. It's, uh, is that what that means, 99? It's obviously, yeah, uh, I think you're right there. He was like, I've gone through 99% of grief to get you this flip. But, I mean, we should go back to the question, is he a serial killer? Well, in... You know, so you're saying you've looked at his hands... You've seen dirt and horribleness. We've obviously worked out that he's a chocolate digger. And, uh, yeah, but like the other element that I didn't like bring to the equation is I read this book on Fred West, and Fred West was a an ice, ice, cream, ice man. cream man, yeah. And this guy so, I saw, he was dressed exactly the same as Fred West. It can't be Fred West, he killed himself. But it was like they'd almost gone to the same haberdashery. Well, I mean, I've not seen the ice cream, you know, dress parlour, you know. It's kind of like stonewashed jeans with, covered in blood with a white T-shirt. And Maybe you've like hit on something here, I mean. Dirty forearms. Maybe they just don't wash. Maybe you've come to the conclusion that he's a murderer. He's a murdering bastard and he's killed many people. But he's just not happy in the bath. You know, he doesn't like what he doesn't like. Bath dodger. Uh-huh. A bath dodger. You know, I guess doesn't like, like paying for the heating. Doesn't like heating the water. Do you think an ice cream van's like expensive to run? I would say it's the same as any other commercial vehicle. Really, the insurance that makes ice quite cream. high. You know, it's a commercial vehicle. You know, they're normally petrol because they're older vehicles. Come on, think about it. You, you ring your insurance company and you say, like, oh, I just want to register me commercial vehicle. And they're like, oh, what have you got? And you got, like, a, a van. And you're like, oh, I've got a van. And they're like, all oh, right, um, okay, that, that'll be, like, 100 quid, right? Yeah, and you're like, okay. It work like that. We've you're like, ne- okay. Obviously, you've never and owned like, a commercial like, van. Does it, does it make ice cream? And you're like, oh, fucking hell. You're like, yeah, it makes ice cream. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, that'll be 10 grand. And you're like, what? It's white, though? And they'll be going, well, yeah, it's white for... It's 100 quid for a white van, but if your van makes ice cream, it's 10 grand. Live with it? Yeah, I think you'd be great at selling insurance. Uh, you know, you've got the you've, you've got the, the temperament of insurance salesman on the phone. Just deal with it. Deal with it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, is it is it all ice cream? It seems it's all ice cream personnel. Did it have they killed murderers, killers? I mean, they've got the. I suppose they've got the means to get a, a you know to get the body away because they've got an onboard freezer compartment, mm-hmm. you know, and that would. You say when you think about it though, if he's out there tunneling for chocolate, he's got the what's to place? say he's not just slipping them back down the chutes? Well, yeah, I mean, he's got the freezer there. He's he's obviously chopped them up. He's chopped and them he's up. pushing them back down. He's the, in the, the chocolate chutes, and then he's back down into his chocolate quarry, and then, boom, that's the body away. And then he moves on to a new quarry. He fills it in, makes a nice they part of it. Ro- they just roam around. They, they make wh- a nice... Do you know what gets me annoyed? They just do whatever they want. There's no stopping them, really, is there? You'd never know. They move so quick. Yeah. They don't even stand still. They don't even want to sell off ice cream. You say Every that time you go outside to get one, they just suddenly move off, don't they, really? You can't even buy one, The two you? people that actually run up to them, you know, they just move off. They don't actually sell ice cream. They're just doing a recce. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because there was two kids that used to live on this street about 20 years ago, right? And um, I never see them anymore. Uh, you moved away from that street, didn't you? They were just like these two young kids 20 years ago and um, I just never see them anymore. never see these kids anymore. I mean, that's a... Oh, I just had to wipe a tear away there from the eye. So. <laughs> Sorry, so powerful. Just um, tapping, <laughs> tapping into like. Um, this is, um, I'm thinking myself. There's, there's two ways to think of this: yeah. the like growing up, got jobs, families, and stuff, and just move to a different area. Yeah. Or the stuff down a chocolate hall up Whitburn. Yeah, we all know where they are. Truth, Truth accepted. accepted. Right, so we do uh <laughs> this is an interesting one. What is the cure to the to the male menopause? What is the male menopause? What's that, what's that all about? The male menopause. Well, it's probably what we're going through now. To be quite honest with you, I mean, right. it's kind of like where you know you you were like you woke up and you knew what clothes to put on, you knew what was cool. And, uh, you know, you knew what what bands were good and you knew what to wear, which would make you look, like, great on the street. And then one day... Accepted in society, yeah. And then one day, you just wake up and, like... Everything's... You're just in a wasteland. You're in a wasteland. You're in the middle. Middles for diddles where you still kind of care about stuff. But you you don't even know... You, You want to look good. Where to look. You want to look good. You haven't got to the point where you're like you don't give a shit about anything. You still want to look nice, but your body's in a position where it's you know, a, yeah, it's starting you, to come you, away from you. You can't wear the stuff that the young people are wearing because you look a bit ridiculous. Because you're so fat and distended. Uh-huh. You know your hair's thinning and falling out. Just an extra bit of weight on you. you your know. guts bulging out. Exactly. The grey. The first thing is the grey and the beard. When that first comes out, you're like fucking hell. What's going on here? But uh. Then it just all just starts to disintegrate. You spend more time in the doctors and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hospitals and stuff like that. And uh, is there a cure for this? With a stethoscope up your ass. Well, you know, I, I slipped, I sat on it and, uh, you know, <laughs> it uh, <laughs> helped us out here. <laughs> it was a mistake. I came in, took my yeah. trousers off. Yeah. It happens. 
uh, but is there a cure for the male menopause there? I think it, the cure for the male menopause is like um, a, like a, a a headband, you know, like a tight towel style headband. Like an 80s sweatband, sweatband, yeah. And to dress like the body out, the karate kid, that's probably the cure. Right. Like full-blown... Let's have a look. Let's get this guy up on um We're gonna have a on the internet. Right, okay. Yeah, I, I just think So like, you're saying just a different way of dressing is the cure? No, no, I'm talking specifically about the body from the karate kid. There's loads of bodies from the karate kid. Do you I? remember his name? There's they're all bodies. They're all in that cobra. Cobra. It's the cobra I'll type dojo, in. isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> I'll type in karate. Hey, that's another cure as well. We'll get round to that in a second. The other curious is just dress like your cobra from um, Cobra. Yeah, that's a guy. Which one's it? Is that the one who actually fights in the, the end scene? Cobra Kai. Right, so he's the he's the blonde one, isn't he? And if you know, basically, oh, if you shit, yeah. I haven't watched Karate Kid the original. Well, hang on, this is misleading because what I'm saying is to dress like the Cobra Kai from Karate Kid, which you can do, but that is a formal martial arts, like, doggy, like, um, martial arts. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, I'm sure I've seen the guy in, like, a casual shirt um, in the film. Does he always have the martial arts uniform in the film? Well, he's obviously, he goes to school, so he's wearing some sort of barbershop quartet uniform with a See, he's always American got high school, you know what they're like. Same memory's bad. He's always seems to have the... Um, no, that's only in his fighting. Yeah, that's not know. good. I mean, that's not practical. I mean, I mean, that's not a cure for the male menopause. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, you're just feeling a bit down, aren't you, when you get around about 40. Well, you, you know? join martial arts club. You do. You, you start going to the gym a bit. You want to keep yourself right, you know, and... Uh, well, hang on, hang on, hang, hang on. I mean, is that a cure? You just want some... We're halfway there. Right, is this a cure for the male menopause? Right, so we're watching pictures of actual... Like, um, well, when f- like Karate, Karate Kid was Cobra Kai, right? But I'm actually now talking just about Cobra, the Stallone film. The Stallone film. What's he called again? Marion Marion Cabretti. Cabretti. So what you're talking about is like a um, V-neck, tight, long-sleeve T-shirt. Yeah, mirror. Black, black, yeah, must... must be precise on the colour. Mirror aviator shades. Yeah. A cocktail stick in your mouth and this like is, stubble. This is my work uniform. This is what I'll wear to work. Really. <laughs> is it? Black, Are you on the zombie black, squad? Black tight shirt <laughs> with some, some sunglasses, really. I've got the cocktail stick and, you know, it's just standard right. standard uniform where I work. Did know. it work? Did it kill your menopausal? I don't think thing. I'm even started yet. Uh, you know, I mean, I went past middle age. I think I'll get to about... If I'm lucky, sixty. So my midlife what you crisis think you, was years ago, really. I mean, well, when you were thirty. Yeah, thirty. That's the that's the thing. Yes. What what happened when you were thirty? Then how did you how did you battle it? Um, I didn't realise at the time. Now I realise I'm only going to last about you know another twenty years. But when I was thirty, I thought I was going to last till about seventy. So I thought thirty five was my midlife crisis. So I didn't think there was anything wrong then. But when I look back now. 30 was the crisis that I was having because now I don't know I'm only going to live till 60. Yeah, but I mean, you're, I giving, you're giving us like a timetable of your downfall, but you're not actually, been, you're no, not actually giving this people... This has been one continual like roll down of a hill, you y- know? You're not actually giving people like the answer. 
Like, answers, what is the right. cure to the male menopause? I'm saying... What to... What to I'm saying it's a cocktail it, stick, aviator shades, and... Uh, right, right, I get you. And, a, and, like, a sleeveless black shirt. Right. I would say um, that's a good start. Mm. And then, obviously, just maybe try your hand in the in the, the porn industry, you know, as a yeah. male performer. <clears throat> in middle age? Yeah. What? Okay. You know, that would help. You know, yeah, but like you, you, you get your your body's not ready. female, female, male threesomes. That's that's your, you say, that's, that's, your that's your bread and butter. Doctor Doctor Wilson, you saying that makes me think that you're in the midst of the male menopause and you don't realise that because that is a classic menopausal response to say I'm actually eligible to be in a porn film. Well, wow. in your state of being, when you you're clearly not. Yeah, I'm well past that stage. Why would you think you're going to be in a porn film? I mean, I did that years ago. I mean, I, it was a nice thing. Mm. It was a nice time. I had a bit of money to help us out when I needed it. But at the minute, what do you do? Well, we're looking for the kid. Have you not? Have you not? I mean, you've got loads of black shirts. Can you not just take the sleeves off them and just say what happened? They're all sleeveless. They're all sleeveless. It's because I wear, you know, like a, a coat over the top. So you can only see the V, you can't actually see the sleeveless nature of it. Well It's so only in the it's only in the comforts, the confines of my own you know well, home that I have revealed the, the arms. Let let me uh, put this to you another way, like you know, you've you you you've also got a jet ski. Does that do anything to alleviate the Well, it'd be nice if I, if I've ever I've never used it. I have been on jet skis. But the area I live in, it, it's, it's landlocked. Not, it's it's not conducive to to water-based activities, See, really. Uh, you know, using a jet ski, highly powered. Doc, Doctor Wilson, I, I machine don't. I don't mean to between your legs, flying across the, the water. You know, we've all already established that, like you know, your your belief that you're going to be in a an erotic film being done, and your ownership of a, a of a jet ski in a landlocked area. Yeah, it's it's highly delusional. Uh, oh, you're you trying to buy it off us and get the price down. Is this what you're trying to do? You're trying to but well, listen, I'm tr- you live on the coast. I mean, I can say your plan now. Well, uh, listen, you've obviously I'm, seen that I'm, I'm menopausal. You need that. I'm <laughs> menopausal, right? <laughs> you you need don't one. need that jet ski. I think we'll right? know where this is going. You do not need that jet ski, and I'm menopausal, right? Half. I've ruined a perfectly good fucking shirt, right? It was a it was a corduroy shirt, and I cut the arms off it, right? Priceless. And all I can see in my mind's eye is me flying across the top of the waves in this sleeveless shirt on a jet ski, right? I just want to reclaim my masculinity, and you you're a barrier in the way. I am really in there. You were living. <coughs> You say I'm living the dream now. And, uh, where you live, there's no sea for 400 miles. Why do you need a jet ski? More, more like 40. But, uh, you know, it's just a status thing, isn't it, really? It's a status, it's a talking point. Why have you got a jet ski when you live miles from, you, the, from the sea? You're trying to destroy me. It's okay. You can lend, you can borrow, I'll, you can borrow it. You know, save you get on. You know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. You need to have... 
bit of upper body strength, you know. But you can tell I've got upper body strength because I've cut the sleeves off my shirt and you can yeah. just see me like yeah. biceps and shit. I think you need a couple of tattoos on your shoulders just to... What should they say? Just, just, just have cobra. Cobra? Just have, just have a picture of a cobra on there. You know, it's not, it's not the cure, but it's a start. Uh-huh. What about that side? A scorpion. Cobra and scorpion? A cobra and a scorpion, you know. Wow. They're pretty badass. Yeah, get a couple of earrings in you, you know. What about across my chest? Like, if I've got a cobra well, and a scorpion sh- on each arm, they need to be fighting for something you in the middle it, of my you, chest. What you need is you need to open up that. You need to open up that shirt. You need a bit of a rip down there. The V-neck has to be a low V-neck. What so about... Um, chest off area. That's what happens at this uh, outrage, you know. Bit of hair down there. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. I've never heard anything more male menopausal in my entire life. I'm a classic kiss. <laughs> <laughs> classic be- kiss. You've been listening to Dead Down the Drain. You can follow us on iTunes at Dead Down the Drain. You can follow us on Twitter at D Down the Drain. Please subscribe. And remember, truth and <laughs> <that's> acceptance. <laughs>